0: Oh, Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenfeld, your Silver Lining Crusader and a Spiritual Guide who is here to show you how to navigate through a Silver Lining and find the gift in disguise through the ups and downs of life, how to actually gather our tools so that we can remember our potential and our power so that we can create the life that we want. And welcome to today's episode, and it is going to be quite juicy and interesting because this is a topic that is quite common, actually, in a lot of us when it has to do with an old emotion, old belief, a past trauma, or maybe an event, um, any kind of relationship that we've had in the past with someone that, for whatever reason, we feel stuck still after so many years it almost feels like what is this energy what is this thought what is this belief what is it what the heck is it that is happening right now in my life that I feel it is still keeping me stuck and we in particular we're going to be going through three reasons there's quite a few, but there's three important reasons that I've come to discover of why you are not letting go of an old emotion. So, I'm saying this is quite common because in the years that I've been working on myself and in the years and the calls and conversations that I've been having with different people, mostly women, but I've also seen this in men and it doesn't matter the ages this topic comes quite often and that is they will either tell me Wendy I don't know what it is but I feel like something is still holding me back. Let's say there is this decision to make a work or for this project or for my family some sort of um, a decision and I still feel held back that I can't come to to, uh, to gather you know the strength or the, the confidence to say yes or to say no. I've also heard this in relationships. in women in particular saying, I don't know why but I'm still in this relationship even though I do see the negatives or I see the things that I, the reasons why I should step out, but I, I am still in it. And I don't know why. And, uh, and sometimes it does feel for some of these women, it does feel like there's something that they imagine something that might've happened to them, but they can't tell, uh, because they're afraid. And honestly, this is something that they, they told me. I had a woman saying that she had a feeling or a thought that she was actually molested when she was a child by a family member, but she couldn't prove it. She couldn't really tell who it was, even though there's this nudge in her mind of a person. But she couldn't really completely say it was this person or even confront him or even um, have any kind of proof. And obviously, when it comes to those kind of topics, or in this case, it's a child um, abuse or, you know, being molested, especially by someone in the family, it is quite intense. And it is something that um, I would say you cannot completely say you know who it was, or who you can go and talk to. One, because it happened so long ago, and two, because in her case, it wasn't one hundred percent definite. But what I'm telling you is, sometimes experiences happen. Sometimes people will come and go into our lives, but what come, what is still behind, is the experience that stayed in your mind, that memory, that emotion, that feeling. And so, for some of us who still feel like that is hunting us, that is still behind us. It's because maybe we haven't completely healed. We haven't completely uh, got a message, got the medicine from them. And that's why it keeps coming back again and again and again. So, you know, we'll talk into why some of the three, uh, we'll be talking about the three reasons why, but overall, what I want you to, one of the things I want you to take away from today's episode is really be very understanding, be very open-minded. This might or might not be your case, but overall, we—it doesn't matter how old you are. But we gather so much information around us from our family, from the people around us, from our environment, from what is being said, and we start creating a story in our mind. And it is whether or not that being true, but it—it it does appear to in our mind as we are growing up from being such a, uh, you know, from a young age, we make up that story and that becomes real in our mind. And sometimes when we come to this age in which when we are an adult and we realize, wait a minute, one, I don't, you know, maybe it's not a true story. It's something that I uh, created that to keep myself safe. Or number two, um, there's, there's another side of the story, you know, because in any kind of relationship, there's always two people, at least two people involved. So I wanted to be very open-minded, very kind and compassionate to yourself. If there's anything that will come up for you, um, because my whole intention is that we get to learn and understand ourselves a little bit better, a little bit deeper, because that is where the medicine would be. Even if it is uncomfortable, in fact, If it is uncomfortable, it is actually a sign that this is the place where we should be spending more time to get more uncomfortable, to find more about ourselves, to really release and let go all this weight that we've been carrying for so long. So who knew, right, that emotions would be so powerful, they are so powerful in a good, positive way, as well as in the challenging, I don't want to say negative way, because I always feel like any kind of quote unquote negative it still has a wisdom and a gift, but in any kind of challenging situation, it is still powerful because that really is what actually is going to show you who you truly are and what what, what is the... Um, the meaning of it all, right? And uh, at the beginning, we always think of emotions, especially a quote unquote negative, we might think of them as being bad, something that we want to get rid of, you will often hear, whether it's therapists, psychologists, or even coaches saying, okay, let's walk through this, let's release it, let's let it go, or let's, let's, you know, put it away. Let's, you know, deal with it and never, it will never come back. Or we might hear, let's just, you know, Converted or shifted into something else, um, but I feel like part of me. And look, I've even said that myself, right? But I think the the medicine is really going into that specific emotion or the experiences that are coming back to our mind that led us to believe whatever it is that we're believing or feeling, and so going in is where we actually will find the answers. So initially, yes, we might feel uncomfortable. And then we even might feel uh, like the victim again, because let's say if, you know, if there's that feeling of abandonment or a feeling of anger, you know, that if you're angry unconsciously, maybe you're angry at someone, you've lived all your life fine, but you've been putting the anger in the back. You know, you've been covering it with all the good things. And not completely brought up, you know, what's the meaning and, and who it is for, you know, who is this about? Is it about me or the other person? And so once you uncover what needs to be uncovered, then you realize that you're no longer a victim anymore. That is something, if it's something that happened in the past... It stays in the past, but what you can bring to the present and into your future is the learnings from it, that you're not a victim anymore, that this is an old emotion that is trapped, that is based on something that you created, your mind created, and we'll talk into why, but you realize that right now you are a different person. You're not the same, you know, four-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old. Your essence might still be the same, but really especially when it comes to action taking you are an adult you're a completely different person who has gathered more evidence more information as you've been adulting right as you've been growing up so it's it's really important to understand that as well that we are using the lessons from the past and this is not new I'm sure you've heard this before but it is using the lessons from the past into the present and the future but peeling off those layers that you don't need anymore all right. And being okay with them not being part of you anymore. So instead of putting the, the, the emotions away and even thinking that we're giving our power away, because this is another thing that I hear often, like, no, you're giving your power away when you're feeling angry or you're feeling, you're, you're putting, uh, or giving your power away when you're feeling sad. That's why, especially for men, little boys, usually what's been happening. And I'm, I'm, Feeling that society is changing around this, but what's the old belief is like boys don't cry. Little boys shouldn't cry. They shouldn't, you know, portray themselves as being vulnerable or being open. They should be all tough and strong, and protective, right, of themselves and other people. So we've learned a lot about that, but that's not very uh, healthy, because it's really blocking them from expressing themselves. It's blocking them from really getting to know who they really are, and getting to share their gifts as well. And so we learned that by doing those things, opening up, and speaking, and sharing your emotions, and sharing yourself up, you're really giving your power away, which is not true it is not true in fact the more we're open the more we share the more we express ourselves we're actually becoming more powerful because we're owning who we really are in however quote unquote mess we might be in okay so the truth is is that there is so much wisdom so much knowledge, so much love, and uh, and all the good things in an old pattern, in an old belief, and especially if it is a recurring one, if it is one that keeps coming back, because if you really think about it, if it come, if it is coming back, it's coming back for something. Okay, there's a reason why. So that's something that we get to understand. So if it once again, if it is uncomfortable, we usually the 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 um uh, what is that name? Um, if it is something uncomfortable, the autopilot in you, I guess, or the, by default, the reflex will be to get rid of it, to pretend that it's not there and just pretend that everything is great, right? Like if, if, and honestly do this test one day, if somebody asks you, um, or actually no, when you ask because now you you will know. But then you ask someone, let's say tomorrow, okay, ask someone in your family, whoever you see, you know, for the day, and ask them how are you doing, and generally ask them. You like you want to really be curious and and observe them and see how they respond. Are they responding a genetic answer like, oh, I'm doing fine, I'm great, yeah, everything's fine, or are they? If you watch their body language as well, are they saying one thing, but then they are feeling something else? They're feeling tense. Are they kind of like avoiding eye contact? Maybe they don't seem, or they don't look like they're okay, but they're just saying it so that you're okay with the answer, and they just don't face the fact that maybe they're not okay. So that's another thing too that I've noticed that a lot of us are shying away. A lot of us are pretending everything is great and give that generic answer as, I'm just fine. But deep, deep inside, it's not fine it's not okay and so that's where we get to go into and uncover what could be happening there that you or anyone is trying to avoid to see to hear to feel so uh, that's why I feel like sometimes we might tend to pretend that if we are um, admitting to not being okay is that is a way of of being a weak person but it is not once again let me remind you, being vulnerable, being open, being honest in your answers, in your way of communication, in how you express yourself, it is a hundred, let's just say thousands, okay, percent acceptable is okay, it is really who you are and we should own it, and that is powerful as well. So here are the three reasons why you might not be in letting go of an old emotion, Three reasons maybe why you might be saying I'm just okay, but deep inside you're not okay. Three reasons why maybe you're you're feeling stuck, even though you've done all the work. If you are like me, who loves personal development, you know, reading books about it, going to seminars, signing up to programs, working with different coaches. There's coaching for everything. Um, if you are like me, always being open and curious to learning. You know, and then there's a point, it's like, all right, okay, so I gather all the information, I have all the books, I have all the programs, and uh, why am I still feeling stuck? Okay, this is for you. These are three reasons, there's a, a few more, but these are the main ones that popped up and that I see consistently the reasons why someone is holding on to something and not letting it go. So here is number one. So number one is, you are hold, you might be holding on to something, okay. Anger, you know, frustration, sadness, or sentiment, guilt, shame, whatever. It could be towards someone or it could be with yourself. If you are feeling shameful, something that you did maybe and you haven't let go of, okay. So if if, if you're feeling anything like that, if there is something related to that. You're not letting go because it has become part of your identity. It has become part of your story. Again, this is something that happened many, many years ago when we were so little. And that's when we were actually starting to build up our personality, building up our belief system. We were gathering all the evidence, all the information to really start forming who we really are. And if we were believing or getting this information about feeling not worthy, being not good enough, um, and holding on resentment anger frustration anything like that, and we haven't let go. It's because it, it has become part of us. It is part of our story. And what do you do when something belongs to you? You hold on to it. You you keep it, right? You want to keep it because it keeps you. Which is the next the next reason it keeps you safe. You want to uh, because it is part of you. It's almost like a child. Because uh, really, all of these emotions, if they keep coming back again, like a bratty kid, right? Like it's just like nagging, like wanting your attention. And really, what it wants? Yes, it wants your attention. It wants your acknowledgement because it wants to feel loved. So, what do you do? When it's something is part of you, like a kid, the, a bratty kid, it, you, you keep it. You you hold on to it, even if it is nagging. If it if it is uncomfortable. If it if it even if it is painful. You do not let go because it is part of your identity. Now, here's the um, the question that I will ask you. Because here's the thing: we've learned from a younger age that it is part of us, right? So, at let's say 30 or 40 years old, we're not gonna let go because it's like, wait a minute. If I let this go, then that leaves me empty, or that leaves me like asking, who am I then? You know, because if it became part of you. Then, who am I? Because there's, you know, I don't know anything else. But the question is, which identity are you holding on to right now? Okay, let me say that again. So if you're holding on to an old belief because of the fear of losing your identity, well, what identity are you losing? What identity are you holding on to right now? What story are you holding on? The story that was created 30, 40 years ago that obviously hasn't served you because obviously at this point, you're tired of it. You're feeling stuck. You're feeling um, that it is not serving, right? Are you holding on to that story or, and then you've been so busy holding on to that story that you haven't really spent the time to create a new and more positive, a much better story, which is your reality right now. So I want you to spend some time with that number one reason, because I think it's very important. Now, super quick, I'll say moms will relate to this because moms, there's a common thing among moms that when they have a baby, it doesn't matter how many kids, the first kid or even the fifth kid, they'll feel that they're losing their identity when they become a mom because they completely quote unquote have to forget about them because now they have to take care of the kid and everything is around the kid and the family, the husband, and they kind of lose themselves up a little bit. So they do know what it's like and then what happens to them, they are resentful. That's one one common thing among moms that they are resentful either towards their family or even themselves because they are so drained at the end of the day that they got nothing else, no more energy to take care of themselves or their own needs, or even just to sit for like five minutes and just relax. So... Again, which identity are you um, holding on to? The mom situation, there's something else that I would like to say, but not here, not now, because we're focusing in, a, you know, like in general, we're not just talking about motherhood, but that is my reason number one. Reason number two, which I kind of said it a little while ago, it has to, uh, why are you not, not letting go? It's because it has kept you safe since it has been with you all of your life it has kept you safe. Same thing as number one, it has become part of you, it's your own story, and therefore you feel safe. Again, even though it is negative, even though it is not comfortable, even though it is painful, even though it is something that you wish wasn't there anymore, but the fact that it's been with you all your life, okay, all of your life, 20, 30, whatever, many years, it has become part of you and so you have accepted it as being something that keeps you safe because why? We trust and we accept it as being a known thing, okay, that we have known forever. So there is is a thing about, I I can't remember what the saying is in English, but basically if you If you, if even if it is bad or negative, you would rather keep it, or in general, anyone would rather keep it because it's a known thing, you already know about it, right? It's like, would you rather, it's like in relationships, would you rather go and find out who else you can, you can, you know, go out with a guy you can meet, or would you rather stay in a relationship that where you already know the man and maybe he's not a good partner for you, he doesn't treat you well, but. Um, you already know there's, you know, your relationship is already a known situation, which obviously is not a healthy one. Okay, I want you to realize that that, I'm, that this example is not about okay, choose the, the thing that you know. Obviously, not. You should know what is healthy and good for you. But what I'm saying is, most times people will choose what is not good for them just out of the comfort of being in something that is already familiar and known to us, rather than. Opening up and exploring and seeing what else, being curious about the changes that are coming to, into our lives. So that is my uh, reason number two. <clears throat> and then reason number three of why you're not letting go of this old pesky emotion, whatever it is um, that is holding on to you, and you're holding on to it. Okay, is because it might be the one thing. It might be the one thing that is holding your relationship with X fill in the blank, together, okay? So this is very interesting and I think this is also a powerful reason that not a lot of people have thought about but let's say this is obviously with relationships, this has to do with relationships. So let's say you have a relationship with someone who has betrayed you, okay? Whether it is a parent, now in the situation of a parent, it's not so much that in reality they betrayed you, but that's it again, the thought that you created in your mind, the story, okay? I gave my example, I don't know, in, in some episode ago that I, the story that I created was that I was abandoned. And in reality, I wasn't. I wasn't homeless. I wasn't dropped off in the streets and didn't have anybody. I grew up with my grandparents. My parents divorced. My mom went to the US to have a better life for all of us, including me, because obviously she always thought about me up to this day. She's always keeping me in her thoughts. And my dad, you know, he just went on to do his thing. But in my mind not having them and then with some other situations that happened, I created a story that I was abandoned, that I didn't have them or I wasn't feeling safe and then therefore I was the victim. Now obviously this is not a true story like I said but I, being the victim, it kept me in that cycle of always going to the past. And then also not allowing myself to actually create my new story, even at 30 years old, even at 40 years old, okay? So in that example, maybe my relationship with my parents wasn't the best because I was holding on to the anger. I was holding on to the frustration. I was holding on to even sadness of not having them, right? And so our relationship was quite rocky Was for both of them. You know, they were different, but at the same time, it wasn't completely, it wasn't the best. So... I let it go. I've healed, uh, and, and, I, and I, honestly, I continue. It's not. I always think that these kind of things are never 100% done and deal. The deal is done and over. Okay, you always go through cycles of uh, healing and up leveling. Okay, so, but if somebody is holding out to anger, okay, for so many years, 40 years, let's say, to a parent or to a spouse, a partner, someone who betrayed you, make you feel in a certain way. And it, if there's obviously if you grow up with that uh, that feeling that that experience, you, the relationship is not going to be a healthy relationship. There's something that will be missing, but the relationship will still be there. It, it will be a relationship. It's just not a healthy and good, positive, high vibe relationship, right? It will be the opposite. But that feeling or that emotion is what's keeping you in that relationship, is what is holding you together with that person. Now, if it is a family member or a parent, I mean, obviously you are stuck with it, right? You will think, right? Because you cannot get rid of your parents unless you completely detach yourself from the family union or anyone, really, your sister, brother, whoever, right? Unless you completely detach, divorce them and you don't see them anymore and and which is not the good thing because you might not see the person but the feeling and emotion will still be there and it will be repeated or replicated in other relationships that you will have with other people i.e your spouse your partner your husband whoever you're with or friends okay so again we might think that, that we're doing good by re- removing ourselves from certain relationships but maybe the person won't be there, but the experience is in the memory and as well as the thought and belief that will be there and it will be repeated in one way or another. Now, again, why don't we get rid of anger? Why don't we get rid of resentment or sadness or you know feeling however towards this person? Because probably that's the only feeling, even if it's negative, is the only feeling that we learn to, to keep in that relationship. And just like with number one, as being part of your identity and your story, this is also that, that belief or that emotion or feeling is part of the identity, the identity of that relationship, because not everything has an identity or everything has a story, a person or a thing or a experience in this, re- uh, in this, um, situation a relationship so that emotion let's say anger it is part of the identity of the relationship so if you don't have it you completely are like out of it you don't you're not in a relationship anymore and what happens when we are quote-unquote wounded what happens when we are missing something we're looking for something we're trying to we're looking for safety and feeling love we hold on to anything and we don't assess, well, what is good or wrong or what is good for us or what is not. We, it doesn't matter because we are getting some sort of attention. And sometimes even negative attention, it is attention that we might need in the moment because we think that it's giving us some sort of comfort, that is giving us some sort of validation, that's giving us some sort of um, identity. But we, But we do that because we don't know. We don't know how to heal from it, right? So these are my three um, my three reasons of why we are not letting go of the old emotion. Then you will ask me, well, Wendy, what do I do now? Well, there's many reasons to go about it. And this is something that I started talking a couple episodes ago or even last in the last episode, because I feel this topic is so, so, it's so juicy and so intense at the same time because it has to do with our minds with our beliefs with with ourselves being open and vulnerable and really being honest like having honest like I call also the naked truth right naked conversations being open with ourselves so there's quite a few things that I will go about and explain more in detail and I will come back with another episode because I'm already you know I I already talked enough and 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 I want you to sit with this three reasons I don't want to give you a lot of like an overload of uh, information I want you to sit with them and then I'll come back to you in another episode but if you do not want to wait, okay, you can do a couple of things. Number one, you can reach out to me. We can talk about it. Number two, and this is something that I just opened. um, I started talking about a week or so ago. I am hosting a five-day. It's a free video series that I'm hosting next week. It started on Monday, the 27th. Five days of feeling to healing and we will exactly go into details of what to do basically go over what I just told you about emotions repressed emotions stuck you know like feelings and 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 the reasons why we do that and then also we will go into how can we release them? How can we heal from them? How can we actually rest here and the medicine that we need? And then what practices can we actually have to, to really keep us safe, to really feel that we are still safe, even if we feel exposed, even if we feel that we're letting something go out of, out of part of our identity, okay? So... Again, this is something that I'm very passionate about because it's, it's a work that I've done for quite some time and I've been working with other people as well. And there's always so much to learn from this. So I want you to be part of it. Again, this is a free training video series that is happening starting on Monday. So we'll be doing that for five days. Um, and then uh, the, the if you sign up, you'll get the emails, but also we will be in my Facebook group doing the calls. And then at the end, we'll have a giveaway for the people that participate. And then maybe later on, I'll have like a webinar or like a, you know, one hour class or something like that to go in more in detail about it. So, but I wanted to be part of it. One, because it's free. Two, because why not? It's a good way for us to learn a little bit about what we just went over in this episode. And then number three, because I always feel the more we learn, the more we are in community, the better we are, um... in in our own body in our own mind and in our own spirit so go check it out i have a link in the show notes so go check it out and also share it with your friends now if you take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in social media like instagram at four at, sorry, at Wendy for Wellness and tag me so I know who you are, and then you'll be entered for the giveaway that I will be having uh, for the five days free, five days um, feeling to healing. All right. So I hope that this was very helpful to you guys. Also, let me know about that because I want to know how I can help you better with this. If this is something that resonated, I'll be happy to answer any more questions. You can always send me a DM on Instagram or email me. My information is at the bottom of the show notes. i love to have you over. I cannot wait. And also share with your friends. Every time you share with somebody, again, this is an entry for the giveaway. So cannot wait to hear from you and I'll see you guys on the other side. Bye.